I don't have any top five tips for 2024. I don't have any strategies for 2024. All I need and I ask from you in 2024 is for you to reclaim back your name. Because names are very, very powerful. Names have meaning, especially if you are from an African background. But yet so many people have taken on names have taken on identities living a life that doesn't align with your identity living a life that doesn't align with your self-perception holding on to words and names other people have given to you that you've become to make your own identity but yet they're not yours to hold on to if you can get that right everything else will begin to fall into place and welcome to everyday leadership podcast where you get to listen and learn how to lead yourself personally and professionally through the lessons and life experiences my guests share in the hope that it challenges and inspires you to lead yourself from the inside out and not the outside in. You, yes you, are currently a Jane Doe and in 2024 you need to rediscover your name. My name is Shockwave Belusi. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024 and welcome to the Everyday Leadership Podcast. In case you don't know who I am, I am the host of this podcast. I'm the founder of Mindset Shift, an exec coach and leadership development company. And rather than coming in with five tips and 10 strategies of what to do in 2024, I thought I'd go a different angle. I thought I would lean in with names because names are very very powerful names have meaning especially if you are from an african background but yet so many people have subconsciously adapted a john or jane doe name for those who don't know what that is uh john or jane doe names are multiple placeholders that tend to be used um in the us and the uk in the western world when a name of a person is unknown or intentionally concealed. And I feel in 2024, we need to reclaim our names. Like I said just a couple of minutes ago, names are powerful. My name is Shakwe Folua Anuluwako Agwilisi. As a Nigerian, when you're born, you are given a name that has a meaning. You're given a name that has a prophecy over your life. My name, mean to give thanks to God. Now, I remember sharing this um, last year, the last fireside chat I had. I remember being um, 18, 19, and I was at university, but I was also looking for jobs at that point in time. And I remember speaking to a recruiter, and it was like, haven't you got a different name that you can use? Have you got like a Christian name, a Western name? Because your name is going to hold you back. And I heard that repeatedly all the way throughout my corporate career. And I remember always having to not only go back to other people, but go back to myself and remind me the true value of my name. Shokba Folua, give thanks to God. And what that really means to me is whether things are good, whether things are bad, I am thankful and I'm grateful. It allows me to be able to navigate the ups and downs, the mountain moment and the valley moment in my lifetime it gives me a sense of calmness it gives me a sense of peace that's my name that's an identity 
that I was given by my parents, an identity that I own. But yet so many people have taken on names, have taken on identities which are not theirs. And they have forgotten their name. And what that means, what that begins to create is a psychological impact on living a life that doesn't align with your identity, living a life that doesn't align with your self-perception, living a life where your confidence is low, your mental health is shot, all because you are holding on to words and names other people have given to you, that you've begun to make your own identity, but yet they're not yours to hold on to. I remember working with a client. He went from director to VP. And the biggest shift that we had to make was him shifting his mindset and shifting the mentality over something a manager eight years ago told him about himself. Eight years. That manager basically had a had a um, what's called a performance review, and he told him you were good at you're not good at this, you're not good at that. You have um, a lot of ego. You're proud. You're boastful. He basically just read him to filth. And this guy didn't stop and think, is this actually true? Where does this feedback come from? The teams I'm leading at that point in time, is this their perspective? Because he had never heard that feedback any time before that. He didn't hear that feedback any time again. Yet, those words became his identity. And he played small for eight years. Even though on the outside, it didn't look like it. On the outside, he was doing great. He was still leading teams. He was progressing, shall I say, but not progressing fast enough. Because in that one year, we worked together. And eventually that came up. We had a conversation and he was able to reframe that conversation. He was able to separate the emotion, which had held him really, really tightly and lean into the logic. He was able to look at the experiences, his track record and so much stuff. We were just able to unravel all of that. He moved, directed the VP, boom, just like that. I remember coming back and he's like, not only am I moving different, my wife can see a difference in me. I never, he's like, I never knew it was that. He's like, I didn't even think of it. It literally came up randomly in a conversation that we were having and I double clicked on it and leaned into it and we started to explore that. And that was the unlock for him. He couldn't think about what it was. Eight years. Can you imagine that? I say, can you imagine that? But then the truth is, a lot of us take on identities. We take on names that are not ours to carry. When people say things about us, we hold on to them like gospel. Especially when it's people that we, we love, we care, we look up to. And we don't stop and really sit in it and analyze, actually, is this mine to do something with? Is this mine to let go of? Actually, is this someone else's baggage that they put it on me? Or do I really need to do something with this? And it's important to be able to pay that, in a dialogue, attention. I remember there's this um, quote that I remember hearing years ago, and it says, you're not defined by what people think about you or what they whisper about you behind your back. You are not defined by what people think about you or what they whisper about you behind your back. Yet, so many of us hold on to that. And that's why I said at the start, I don't have any 
top five tips for 2024. I don't have any strategies for 2024. All I need and I ask from you in 2024 is for you to reclaim back your name. Reclaim back your identity. Reclaim back who you were born and who you were made to be. You don't need to be Nigerian to have a name like mine. But you do have a name. You do have a calling over your life. And the more that you can step into that name in 2024, the more you can step into your greatness. I remember watching this video from Steph Curry. It was a video where it was a scout report about how he wasn't going to be great. Check it out right here. Far below NBA standard in regard to explosiveness and athleticism. And 6'2", he's extremely small for the NBA shooting guard position and it will likely keep him from being much of a defender at the next level. Struggles defensively getting around screens. Can overshoot and rush into shots from time to time. Needs to add some muscle to his upper body. But appears as though he'll always be skinny. A for effort. <laughs> i just like to say I appreciate all the uh, motivation and uh, inspiration to do everything this paper said I couldn't do. And you can see that if he had stopped and listened to those scout reports, he would not have ended up becoming one of the greatest point guards, shooters in the NBA, if not the greatest. It's arguable. I personally love Steve Curry. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's dope. But... That's just an example of how we can easily stop our greatness by listening to the wrong person, by listening to the wrong words, by taking on a name that is not ours to take on. And I want you to begin to move differently in 2024. And part of this whole identity, owning your name, for me, it goes back into self-compassion. There's a growing body of research that's come up from Berkeley. Um, Juliana Brains, I think her name is, I hope I pronounced that correctly, and Serena Chen basically did a lot of research based on data. And they said, that, you know what? It's not about self-esteem. Self-esteem is not what people need to be looking at when they want to tap into their greatness. It's self-compassion. And the reason why self-compassion is so important, because it's non-evaluative. It takes your ego out of the picture. The reason why your name is so important is it's your identity. It's not about your ego. It's not about your um, self-belief. That's why that link between self-compassion and that name for me kind of come together. Because when you have that self-compassion, it allows you to be able to confront your, your flaws, um, your foibles, head on it allows you to have a realistic sense of who you are of your actions it allows you to, to figure things out when you fail and then do something different next time very much like Steph Curry did there were some of those things in that report that he needed to improve on which he has done over the years 99 90% of that was wrong but there was a 10% that he had to take on board and he has done that what ends up happening for a lot of us is we heavily lean into listening to the 90% that we should not have listened to 
and ignoring the 10% that, which is the difference. I hope that math kind of makes sense. Yeah, if it does, if it doesn't, hope they, hope, hope, hope they understand what I'm trying to say. If you haven't already, can you please follow the podcast? It really helps us grow and it tells the apps that it's a podcast worth listening to. Which the fact that you're listening to means that it is and other people need to know about it. In Apple Podcast, if you click the three dots in the top right of your app, look for the follow button and click on it. And in Spotify, the follow button should be just below the show's artwork. Now let's get back into today's episode. Your name, your identity is what you need to take hold of in 2024. And then you need to anchor all of that with self-compassion. Self-compassion says, things aren't going to go wrong. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to mess up. But it's okay. I will learn. And then I will pivot and move forward. I will not hold on to those things that are not for me. I will not lean into the names and identities that others try to give me that is not my birthright. Instead, I'm going to do something very, very different. I had the same, should I call it, separation that I had to make multiple times throughout my career. I remember when I left my job, um, in fact, when I closed down my first company, and I already, I already launched, I was running both two companies side by side, but I felt that I was like one foot in, one foot out, and I felt God had called me to really go hard on that mindset shift. So I shut down my old company and moved into this new one. And I remember having a number of conversations at that point in time. And a lot of those conversations I had were not very encouraging. They were destructive. They heavily, heavily leaned into, what are you doing? This is not the right time. This isn't an industry that you should not go into. This is not an industry that a lot of people make money from. This is not an industry that you have friends and contacts and connects in. What are you doing? And I remember just feeling this sense of, I know I've been called into this. I know God has called me into this. And this is a time for me to step into this. I just need to go for it. And I was able to hold on to my second name, which means Anuluakwa. God's mercies is plentiful. God's mercies all around me. My name, my background, my heritage, my faith, my wife, like all these different elements of who I am, all go back to my identity. And I was able to hold on to those things as anchors for me, which is something I want to talk about in a different podcast, the importance of anchors. But I was able to hold on to those anchors around who am I? Am I who these people say I am? Am I this failure? Or am I going to be a failure by stepping into this? Or am I someone who knows I've been called to do this? Am I someone who knows that I have the skills and talents to navigate this space? Am I someone who knows I've been doing this for 20 plus years? Am I someone who knows I already have a track record and it just might look very different to other people? Am I that person? That was the conversation I had to have with myself around my name and my identity. I could have easily taken on what other people told me. But to step into my name, into my greatness. So we've done at Mindset Shift. And that's why it's actually called, one of the reasons why it's called Mindset Shift. 
it's around thinking and looking at things very, very differently. Fundamentally, whether you're doing it as an individual, whether you're doing it as an organization and we're doing a lot of culture shift work, it's around shifting your mindset, shifting your perception, which takes time and effort to do. I can say this from personal example. I can say this from all the different clients I've worked with globally. It is not easy to shift a person's mindset. However, once you do that, you are on to a winner. Once you do that, you just see the growth. You see the elevation. You see the growth, the um, the progress. That's what happens when you have a mindset shift. That's what my clients get every single time when they work with us as an organization. Every single time. It takes time, but it works. But that's what I want you to have in 2024. The audacity to no longer be a jundo or jendo, but to be who you were called to be. And in fact, um, just today I was reading day six of the 100 day devotional. Boom. If you haven't got it yet, good order. The website details is going to play appear below. Um, get it for this year. Get it for um, your friends. Get it for your family. It's an amazing, amazing book. Whether you're a Christian or not, actually, it's really, really helpful. And I'm just saying that. There's a lot, a lot of feedback coming back from people about how great it really has been. But today I was reading. There was a question that I had put in that journal that I had completely forgotten about. But it came back to me today. And the question was, what would your life look like if you operated from a place of freedom? Where do you need, where do you not need validation? Where you do not need validation from society, but operate in the fullness of who God has made you to be? What would your life look like if you operate from a place of freedom? Where you do not need validation from society, but operated in the fullness of who God made you to be? Whether you're a Christian or not, doesn't really make a difference. The sentiment is the same. What would it look like if you were free, uninhibited, unshackled, unchained, walking in your full audacity, authenticity, your name? That is what 2024 should be about for you. If you can get that right, everything else will begin to fall into place. I look forward to the amazing, amazing guests that are coming up this year. You're going to love them. I'd love to hear your feedback. So please send me an email at hello at mindsetshift.co.uk. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear guests that you want us to have on the show. And we'll definitely take that into consideration. But remember, you are not who Arthur says you are. You are who God says you are. That's how I'm leaving this. I will see you all in 2024. Enjoy the rest of your day. While you're still recovering from that amazing conversation, let me give a quick preview of what we got coming up next week. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Children definitely changed the game for me because I'm a selfish person by nature. So, so by the fact that I now have to think about three other people, like when my first child was born, you know, that was a hurricane. I was like, what is this? This is crazy. This kid doesn't sleep. 
what is going on? Then my second one comes, and she's a piece of cake, honestly. She slept, everything was nice. 